everyone, and welcome back to Thanks for the Lyrics, a weekly deep dive into a single lyric from a single Fall Out Boy song. I'm your co-host, Tracy. I'm your co-host, James. And I'm your co-host, Aaron. So we're here with track number five off of Take This to Your Grave. It's called Homesick at Space Camp. Mm -hmm. And James, would you (laughs) like to tell us what our lyric for today is? I would love to. Uh, The lyric is, tonight... The headphones will deliver you the words that I can't say. I say it, uh, I, I, get, I take nice long pauses uh, so that I don't find myself tempted to sing. That's my, that's my mm-hmm. little secret. But maybe, maybe we should just sing it. I love how Tracy is shoehorning a new segment of this show. <laughs> it's called maybe we should just sing it anyway can i tell you guys a a thing that is probably going to make you decide that i'm not a real fallout boy fan and i can't be on the podcast anymore we want to know that as soon as possible yes Yes. every time i hear this lyric yeah the next lyric that i expect to hear is the word saturday and i don't know why because i know that this is a different song (laughs) I i get it so tracy and i were so I'm going to talk very briefly about Space Camp in a sec, but I was watching Space Camp and I said that this one character had headphones and I said, I think that tonight the headphones are going to deliver words that someone can't say. And uh, Tracy (laughs) said a million miles away and Aaron said two more weeks, (laughs) which is the line from Saturday. (laughs) I don't know what the next line of this song is, guys. I was like, it is two more weeks. No. Okay. No, no, no. no. That's the other song. No, I just don't know what song we're talking about. Right. The thing is, on this album, I don't think their style mm-hmm. has been as like varied. So their songs yes. on this album do sound very similar. So I get them yeah. mixed up all the time, too. Like, there yeah. are a few songs that stand out, but there are ones that when, they can like, When I'm listening together. to the album, I'm so, doing a, I'm doing a lot good. better than when I'm not. Because the point of my story was, I was like, right. yep. That's that's correct. <laughs> and then I sang. That's correct. Yeah. I, I followed the next lines and I was like, wait a minute. The the thing that we end on is Saturday. So wait a second. That can't be this song. <laughs> what is the next Anyways, lyric look though? For our new... <laughs> I know. Okay. I... Uh, it, a million miles away. Tonight is all about I miss you. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Miss you. Miss you. Miss yeah. you. Miss you. Miss you. <laughs> So can I talk about Space Camp for a sec? Please do. Okay. So I read an AP article that I will be referencing for um, basically until we're done with From Under the Cork Tree that was basically like, where do some of the weirder song titles of Fall Out Boys come from? Or like, what are they referencing? And they asked Pete or Patrick or someone. And this song, <laughs> they said, was uh, referencing the, the 1986 movie Space Camp. Which stars uh, Tate Donovan and Leah Thompson, um, and the guy that uh, was the was uh, the openly gay guy in the Revenge of the Nerds movies, and uh, the girl that was the girl in the second Indiana Jones movie. It's kind of an all star cast. Oh, uh, Leaf uh, Leaf Phoenix, aka Erickson. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, is um, maybe that's why he changed his name. But it was spelled like Leaf, like the thing that's on a tree. Well, his brother was River and his sister was Summer, right? Summer, yeah. Yeah, so they had like a whole nature thing happening. 
which he then torpedoed when he started going by Joaquin, but whatever. Um, is they're all in it, and and Tom Skerritt's in it, and whatever. So, anyways, it's a it's a pretty good movie. Um, the basic premise is that these kids are at space camp. Space camp used to be a thing that kids would go to camp during the summer and basically learn how to learn how to, but not actually uh, pilot the space shuttle. It was a real actual thing that that existed in America, and it it baffles me whenever I think about it. Does it not exist anymore? I don't know. I don't hear about it. I mean, I feel like I've heard of like space camp. Like there have been jokes made about you know going to space camp. There's definitely camp. an Amer- a, a recently like came out last year American girl who her whole book is about being at space camp. And she's a girl. And she was a girl of today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Luciana. Oh, well, maybe she has purple streaks in her hair. Hey, Kyle. Yeah. What do you hey. know about space camp? Yeah, Kyle. What do you know about space camp? <laughs> Kyle, why aren't you on this episode right now to anticipate our needs? Ladies talk and about gentlemen, space. Kyle Turner is joint note. Um, <laughs> a well-meaning robot um, makes it so that their rocket launches and they go into space and they need to figure out how to get down when they don't have any radio contact with uh, mission control. And it's pretty good. And there's and it's not like problematic, really. There's oh, that's it's good. mostly sort of like Apollo thirteen. But if it was teenagers, and that's it. Like, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, I wrote a Patreon bonus uh, newsletter or review of it, whatever, and put it up on Patreon that'll be coming out at the same time as this episode. Um, if you would like to check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, or check out the movie. It was for it, You can watch it for free on YouTube. It was free and there were no commercials whatsoever. So it was pretty great. Um, the headphones were not utilized in this um, movie, so I was hoping that there was like a love story, but there kind of wasn't. I mean, there kind of was, but not really, and headphones had nothing to do with anything, so. No. Oh. Well, we don't know that the headphones mm-hmm. weren't delivering her the words that you can't say. Well, she wasn't wear. no one was, I mean, like, I guess headphones in like, maybe like headphones like what you wear, like the headsets that they wore to communicate with, with mission control that weren't working or whatever. Right, the words but that like, Mission Control couldn't say because they weren't connected right. through you know the headphones. That's right, what this exactly. song is about. That's what this that, song is about. I mean, like, hey, communication, lack thereof, mm-hmm. feeling like someone is up in space and unreachable because a robot sent them up there. Yep. Wait, hold on. No, no, no. I stand by that. Yeah. <laughs> stand, stand by that yeah, one. Yeah, no, that's good. good yeah. Good. I want to say a joke in reference to what James was saying. You know what they say, if you set up headphones in the first act, they have to deliver the words that you can't say in the third act. I like that. that. Chekhov's headphones. headphones. I really like this um, this lyric because I feel like it's very relatable. Like the idea of playing someone music um, mm-hmm. to sort of say what you mean. I mean, you know, like it's, you know, Jim Croce. I had, you know, I had to say I love you in a song. All sorts yeah. of stuff like that. Um I kind of like the I kind of like the sentiment of like giving the headphones sort of an agency that uh, it's different than like I had to say I love you in a song, which is sort of like I still did this. Right. It's almost like giving the, the headphones a, a message to deliver. And I kind of like, oh, like that. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I mean, I think we all went through the phase, like especially in middle school where it felt like everyone was posting song lyrics as their feelings, you know, and like that's how i think about this song like imagining yeah like you said giving someone headphones playing a specific song for them because you just don't know how to word 
what you want to say. And I like that a lot. A lot. Well, there's there's mix there's like there's posting like away messages and and profile things and mm-hmm. whatever it is that like Facebook statuses or whatever. Um because like I, I I still will listen to music and be like, oh yeah, I remember when that girl that I you know that I liked had that in her profile or whatever. Oh wow. But like then there's also like a mix CD sort of situation where it's like mm-hmm. or a mixtape or whatever, a playlist on Spotify that you make secret and then share the link with yep. just one special person. <laughs> so I can see sort of two, like a more passive, like posting your away message sort of situation. Like, Hey, check this out. I, um, at the end of college or like maybe a year after college, I was talking to someone that I rarely talked to, but they were like, every time you posted, um, like what you were listening to on live journal, like, she would like track that song down and go listen to it. And it wasn't like okay. she had a crush on me yeah. or whatever, but it was like, she was like, you have good taste in music. And I, so I checked it out and I was like, wow, that's kind of, yeah. what, did I, what did I post? <laughs> like you have no idea like what people are noticing that you do. Exactly. Hey, that's a, that's a, a nice larger message about the internet. Yeah. yeah. Be careful. Thumbs watching. Yeah, so, so in conclusion, this song is about being careful about posting stuff on the internet. <laughs> this is actually an internet safety song, and they play it for kids in middle school. <laughs> Tonight, the headphones will deliver you the words that I can't say or take back because the internet is forever. Ever again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so good. all I'm ever going to hear when I listen to it from <laughs> now on. <laughs> and honestly, I'm kind of okay with that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because you know even as an adult i sometimes need the reminder that once it's on the internet it's forever i've seen some things yeah. you post aaron and i do think you need that reminder i'm just kidding <laughs> no there have definitely <laughs> been times when i need shame, somebody to just shame. take my internet away <laughs> what's one of your podcasts called again what do you do on it is unabashedly it obsessed it's uh on a <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh i stand by every single thing that uh i post on fmk all day <laughs> I'm so proud of you, God. <laughs> so good. Anyway. This song starts off the uh, middle section of the album for me. Um, I think of the album in uh, 1 through 4, uh, 5 through 8, and 9 through 12. Um, yeah. Yep. So this is the beginning of sort of the middle, almost like fast part of the album before the conclusive parts at the end. I'm not really sure when I developed this, but that is definitely something that I for sure feel and stand by. No, I get it. Because the last few songs have a different vibe, different feel. Yeah. Yep. No, totally. Yeah. I need to listen to this album from start to finish because it's been a long time since I've done that. Usually I just put it on shuffle with all the other Fall Out Boy songs. Right. And right. so I, that's why I don't know what number anything is ever unless See, I'm looking I'm at the, the spreadsheet. Opposite because I'll know the number and not the name of the song because of my CDs. Right. Yep. To be clear, right. I also don't know the names of most of the songs, but that is Pete's fault, not mine. Erin might not even know the words, but boy, does she love them anyway. <laughs> I love them so much. And we're proud of you. That's, you. There's room for all of the children, even the ones who struggle just so much. Especially the ones that struggle. The overcast kids. No, God, what are they? The name of Fall Out Boy fans that they would think in their album covers. Or their album booklets. I don't know. I don't even know where mine are that I could go check quick. Yeah. Let me do a real quick Google. Hold on. I did a quick what Google for Fallout Boy fans. Fallout Boy 
fans called. Wow, it auto-populated pretty young quickly. Bloods. Young Young Bloods? That was after... But that's, that's, after, that's for Save Rock and Roll. Oh, so. I'll just check it after we finish recording this one, and then I'll come back next time. I think that uh, I'm just coming to the realization that my favorite albums, I divide into sections like that. Because I, I, I um, Enema of the State, I do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, From Under the Cork Tree, I, I for sure do that. Uh, yes. The Wonder Years album, Suburbia, I, I definitely do that. I just realized that, like, if I can split the album into, like, organized and and understandable chunks, that I might end up liking it better than if I can't. I think that's how Fall Out Boy albums feel, though, is, like, the first few songs have a vibe. The middle has a vibe. Yeah. The last few songs have a vibe. So yeah. it's just that's how they always chunk in my head is usually more yeah. like in thirds. And there's usually yeah. one song between like, you know, around like Grenade Jumper in the order where I'm yeah. like, eh. Yeah. 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 Overcast Kids. But then it grows on to me. It is Overcast Kids. Hey, good job, Aaron. And, it's and overcast Tracy? kids, believers, and young bloods are the top choices, but apparently some people also call themselves car yep. crash hearts. Yeah, I think overcast kids were what they were in those earlier albums when they would like thank them and the little yeah. booklets. I think that's it, though. Are we good on that one? I'm we good. good on this. I think so. We have social media. Yeah, we do. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at thanks for the lyrics pod, but just go ahead and take out all those vowels and save them for when you're yelling disconsolately at the sun. Um, <laughs> we can found we can be found individually on Twitter. I am at unabashed James, and I'm at Adil's Warlock, and I'm at unabashedly Aaron. I'm the odd one out. <laughs> you can. Uh, we are part of the Scavengers Network. Uh, you can follow the Scavengers Network on Twitter at scavengersnet. Or you can go visit their website at scavengersnetwork.com where you can find videos of, I think, all of us laughing silently. It's not as creepy as it sounds. Um, Or you can support us on Patreon and read what I thought of Space Camp and a couple of things that occurred to me while I was watching it. Um, Or actually, after I was watching it, I wrote down... I didn't... It wasn't a live blog. Anyways. um, (laughs) You can go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network you can get all the bonus content that we put out that we put out on other shows and that anyone else on the network uh puts out and uh we're trying to make an effort in 2020 to uh kind of have regular posts and sort of like always something new coming up on the patreon so uh come check it out yeah oh hey follow boy thanks for the lyrics that's it bye I'm just so pleased. So pleased to be here. The Scavengers Network. Creator driven. Community focused. Treasured content. What is wet hot American moon juice? It's like taking the first sip of a fresh cup of coffee and it's way too hot and you burn your tongue. That's like asking me to describe the sound of my daughter's laughter. Urban Dictionary said that juice means street credibility, so I think I'm part of a gang. At its core, it's a lifestyle. Nowadays, most young kids just want to take Instagram photos with moon juice. I need to save my words because I need 50,000 of them. I don't even think I know 50,000 words. Yeah, I guess I should have known from the start that I was in over my head. Wet Hot American Moon Juice is a National Novel Writing Month podcast. What's a National Novel Writing Month podcast, you ask? A bad idea. That's what. 
But with the power of friendship, even bad ideas can be really, really good. Coming late October 2019 to the Scavengers Network and a podcatcher near you. I think in this day and age, we can all use a little more moon juice in our lives, but only the wet, hot American kind. None of that knockoff European stuff.